Hi, it's Dave. So today I'm going to do a live stream. It's kind of an impromptu live stream because um, Elon Musk today eclipsed Jeff Bezos as becoming the richest person in the world. And in this live video, I want to share my reactions. Now, first off, all my videos are streams of consciousness. They are my real-time thoughts that will change over time. And I feel like there's value just to sharing kind of what I'm thinking at the moment. So that said, yesterday I tweeted a screenshot of Bloomberg's billionaire index and Elon Musk was within a few billion dollars of eclipsing Jeff Bezos as the richest person in the world. That was yesterday. However, with today's rise in Tesla stock price, Elon has become officially the top or the number one uh, person in the billionaire list and the richest person in the world. Now, a lot of Tesla and Elon fans will be excited and, and will be celebrating and rightfully so. And I'm glad for Elon and I'm going to share more of my thoughts on how I'm thinking about this because Elon in many ways made a big bet with Tesla against all odds and was financially rewarded for doing so. And also Tesla has such a solid mission with accelerating the world's transition to sustainable energy. I feel like Elon's example has been amazing. But I also know on the other side that this is a rather controversial topic. Billionaires and the wealthy are being put in the spotlight in a negative way a lot of times in our society because our society is experiencing a growing wealth inequality. And oftentimes, billionaires are becoming the scapegoats. And to further complicate things, Elon's jump in wealth has largely happened mostly in 2020. And 2020, as we know, was a year of incredible financial difficulty for most of society. And so with this background and context, I want to share some deeper reflection on this news and not just kind of like a shallow, okay, here it is, let's celebrate as Tesla investors, etc. But I want to take a couple levels down. Um, first off, number one, money is such a loaded term. And I think that's what makes this whole news kind of controversial in many ways. And our culture, I feel like, doesn't know how to decouple the wealth of a person with their resources or the resources that they are controlling. Oftentimes, our culture and the paradigm that we have set up in our society ties together this kind of wealth or value of a person and value of whatever money or resources that they have. And I think oftentimes also people have or tend to associate a higher self-esteem with more money and with less money, they might have a less self-esteem or they compare themselves with each other or other people based upon right the so-called wealth that they have. And I think a lot of this is our, our society, our, our culture, our paradigms are so focused on the outer, on what's visible, not the inner. We value accomplishments over character. We value right the what's seen over the unseen. And when I look at Elon Musk becoming the richest person in the world, I look at it as actually purely financial. This is um, something that is, yes, it's an accomplishment. It's about what he might control or hold, but it's not something that I'm really associating with his, his, his character per se or his inner kind of life, and I'm not valuing him higher as a person. Right? Just because someone is richer or has more resources doesn't make them any more valuable. And that's why I hate the word net worth, right? When someone says, oh, I have a higher net worth, right? It just doesn't make sense. Sure, in the financial world, in that narrow scope, it makes sense. But I think um, a lot of times people tend to over kind of um, um, emphasize, right, kind of the word money and its use of money. So I like personally the word finance or resources better than money. And 
in terms of Elon Musk, him becoming the, let's say, the wealthiest person in the world, I look at it as, as now Elon Musk is in control of the most resources in the world for an individual. Again, this doesn't make him any better of a person than anyone who has less than he does, but it's purely that he's able to control more resources. And with those resources, he's able to allocate them to labor and materials, right? There's a limited number of things he could buy. And in the bigger scope of things, it's really a short period where Elon will be in control of those resources. So, I mean, what's the point? What's the point with having the most resources in the world unless you're able to use those resources for some good? All right, number two, Elon Musk bet on an impossible dream. Now, this dream of Tesla and also SpaceX was impossible to most, but to Elon, it wasn't completely impossible. It was something that wasn't perhaps likely to succeed, but he knew that he had possibility, whether that was a 5%, 10%, or 20% possibility. And he thought that it was worth the risk because of the magnitude and worthwhileness of the mission, which was to save humanity, right? with Tesla is to accelerate the world's transition to sustainable energy. And personally, I want to be part of a society or a world that encourages those type of big bets for the sake of humanity. And I think what Elon has done with Tesla and SpaceX is truly unique because it wasn't necessarily big bets for profit. Profit was more a trailing result. The big bet was a bigger mission at hand, right? And um, I think that's something that's often um, forgotten or missed in the media. All right, number three, Elon Musk has always been all in with Tesla. Now, I want to talk about what I mean by this and why it matters. When I talk about all in, sure, Elon has pretty much divided up his assets into, or his, his resources into Tesla stock and to SpaceX stock. And what I mean by all in is this. If Tesla failed at any point in Tesla's history, Elon would lose his entire investment. Now, this is rather remarkable because for Elon, he's never cashed out any shares of Tesla. And if you think about that and just pause for a second, right? Elon Musk has never cashed out any of his shares right, of Tesla. And that's truly remarkable. I mean, there was a time where he had to exercise options that he had gotten, but he cashed out some shares just to pay taxes. So he only cashed out the minimum number of shares he was required enough to be able to pay for taxes. But other than that, he's never sold any shares for profit. And here's why this is remarkable. Let's say you're leading a risky, let's say, exploration adventure to a new land, let's say back in the day, and you're the leader, you're the person that everyone's looking up to, and you only win if the whole team wins, meaning you're not in between cashing things out and, you know, cashing out on the publicity of your adventure or, or hedging your risks, etc. You're going all in. It's, it's either you hit the mission, you hit the goal, or you lose it all, right? That's the ethos of a, of a founder, of a person who truly owns the mission. And for Elon, like it's never been an option for him to cash out. See, lots of CEOs and founders will cash out over time. They'll take some off the table. In fact, it makes complete financial sense for people to take 5%, 10%, 20%, 30% off the table. In fact, for people who've led a company for over 15 years, they've taken probably over half their, their, their assets out of that company because it makes sense. It's about diversification. It's about you know um, uh, pulling your money out of the company. For Elon, though, none of that makes sense because it wasn't about making money. It wasn't about profit per se. It was rather about the bigger mission, meaning if Tesla reached the bigger mission, that's all that counted. And him as a leader, he needed to show that. He was all in. He wasn't profiting, right, in case 
in, even in the case that Tesla failed. If Tesla failed, he would lose it all. He would have zero right profit in that case. In early capital raises back in the day, let's say 2013, 2015, or 16 or so, Elon Musk would actually borrow money to buy more stock. So let's say Tesla raised, you know, a couple hundred billion, a couple hundred million dollars, or several, let's say 500 million dollars. Elon Musk would, you know, borrow 25 million or 50 million dollars to buy more stock, and. If you look at that, it's kind of crazy because Elon Musk didn't have any like cash at hand at that time. His living expenses, all this stuff, he took out as loans, meaning he was extremely cash poor. All of his assets were, or his his so-called financial net worth was in Tesla stock and SpaceX stock. In order for him to 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 do the things that he needed to do, let's say, you know, to buy a house or whatever, he took out loans. Right against his stock, and that's just taking on more risk. Now you might think, okay, he has billions of dollars. Like, you know, what's a, what's a ten million, twenty million, a hundred million dollar loan for Elon Musk? But that's not the case because, sure, Elon Musk had so-called billions in paper wealth, but these these this paper wealth was all tied up in extremely risky companies. Like these companies are are extremely risky. Um, think about it, SpaceX with rockets and Tesla with electric cars, and it's ex possible that he could have lost right the entire. Um, that these companies would have failed. That's a, that was a possibility. And in the early stages, perhaps even a likelihood. And if both of these companies failed, he would be stuck with tens of millions of dollars of loans to pay off for the rest of his life. You know, I mean, maybe there's some contract where, you know, the loans are, um, are, are the stock is a collateral and there's no extra payoff. But still, like, for Elon to be stuck with all this, all these loans, it's it's not as easy, I think, as people um, like to think of it. People oftentimes are critical of Elon because of purely just because he's had billions of dollars, or he is now the richest person in the world, and they uh, naively, I think, or simplistically equate it to, oh, Elon loves money, right? Now he's just part of the problem. But for Elon, um, money was more of a result of Tesla winning. It wasn't something that he was going after. If Elon was going after money, he would have taken off a lot off of the table from Tesla and SpaceX. Think about it. As Tesla goes up, like, think, why isn't Elon Musk taking out, selling Tesla stock right now? He just cash out 1% or so, right? Get a billion dollars and live it, live it up. But for Elon, it's never been about the money. That's the thing. It's been about going all in into the company because it's about the mission, going all in into the mission, being a model for what that dedication and commitment is, and that becomes the ethos of the company. And because the ethos of the company is so committed to the mission, that's why the company has more possibility and potential to succeed. That's the essence of what's going on here. And it's completely missed by, by most people who follow, let's say, Tesla or Elon just in the media. All right, number four. Elon has shared the rise of his wealth with many people. And this is also another kind of overlooked, I think, amazing uh, thing that's happened is that with Tesla, all Tesla employees actually are given stock, right? When they are hired, and not just that, they have a stock uh, uh, equity um, um, purchase plan where where um, employees are able to get discounted, right? Stock every quarter, and as a result, Tesla has printed many millionaires, right? There's many people who work at Tesla who've seen a 10x or more in their Tesla stock holdings just within the past year. And this has been an amazing thing. It's not just Elon, right, rising the the, the ranks of wealth, but it's, it's thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of Tesla employees who are riding this wealth as well. And this is not talked about very often. Further, Tesla as an investment opportunity has been a public stock, you know, since 2010 or so. Think about it. Anyone in the past 10 years could have opened up 
a stock account and buy Tesla stock at ridiculously low prices. Now, okay, you might say, but the person uh, would have had to have some money in order to invest in Tesla. Sure, I grant that you need to have had some money, but even if you had $10,000 just seven years ago, right, and you put that into a stock account and put it into Tesla, you would have over $1 million today. I think about that. You just needed $10,000 seven years ago and you would have over a million dollars today. And actually there are quite a few people and many thousands of people who actually did that. They put some money into Tesla believing in the mission, believing in Elon, his track record and, and what he's trying to do. And they've seen their wealth increase dramatically or at least their financial wealth. If you put 100,000 into Tesla just seven years ago, you would have $10 million. Like mind-blowing. If you had a million dollars, you would have over $100 million today. Um, this is... Um, completely um, mind-blowing in, in a sense. And to the point is that Elon's increase of wealth is not solo, right? The media will portray him as, oh, he's now the richest person in the world. He's the top of the billionaire index bubble, all this stuff. But the truth is that Elon's wealth and rise of wealth has come alongside thousands and thousands and probably tens of thousands of others, right, who have also benefited from the rise of Tesla. This doesn't get... Um, uh, um, covered in the media much and the, as a result the highlight is put on Elon with his wealth and he gets all of the not just the praise from some people but he gets all of the criticism as well and that's a tough place to be actually all right number five um, I'm actually very happy for Elon that um, that all this has worked out f for him and Tesla sure things going forward we don't know all of this stuff for Elon actually is paper wealth in a sense it's not necessarily guaranteed because lots of things and uncertain things can happen in the future However, to this point, just looking at today, we can see that Tesla's gone through years and years of uncertainty. There's been massive pressure. There's been huge problems. I and mean, we're talking about drama after drama after drama. Like being CEO of Tesla, and not just Tesla, but SpaceX and other companies as well, you're dealing with just hundreds and hundreds of, of big problems, right? See, if you were, it, here's how it works in the company. In a huge company with 50,000 plus employees, right? Um, what happens is all the small problems get handled by you know the lower ranks, but the bigger problems that these that the lower ranks can't solve, it keeps on going up. And then even the the VPs and all the the, the higher rank people, whatever they can't solve, they have to give to Elon. And so Elon gets stuck with the toughest of the tough problems, and that's his life, right? Solving these crazy tough problems, and that's not an easy place to, to be in. But Elon stuck it out. He stuck with the mission. He kept all in, right? It wasn't even an option for Elon to cash out. Why Why should Elon benefit at all, even of a bit, if the company fails its mission? No, he wants to be all in. If, he will only benefit if the company meets and fulfills its mission. And that's kind of the story of Elon sticking it out, right? Believing in the mission, setting the model, right? Um, that wealth, money, etc. is not the focus, right? That could be a result, but that's only if the mission is met. And it's such an awesome thing to see Tesla with their mission to, to accelerate the world transition to sustainable energy, to preserve humanity, to, to further progress, that Elon, in a sense, has been rewarded for that. And now he could use this financial wealth or these assets, right, or these resources that he control controls now to further other missions, which, you know, to a large extent includes SpaceX, um, trying to make um, humanity multi- um, planetary. Now, to all those who are critical of Elon's wealth, or to those people who might see, or you, or people who you might see that are critical of Elon Musk's wealth, I hope they take a deeper look. 
rather than looking at it shallowly as like saying, oh, another billionaire just, you know, loving money, etc. as a shallow thing. I rather, I hope that they might look at a video like this and might actually rethink the whole story that this is a, a remarkable story. It's not just what you know, shallow, let's say, journalists or the media will cook, cook it up to be. But rather, this is a remarkable story of, of a person and a company who went all in for a bigger mission, a mission that benefits um, humanity. It's a great benefit. It's hugely important to humanity and um, does amazing right, things, right? Not just Elon, but the entire company to overcome hurdles, to creatively right, solve problems over time, and to develop a company, a brand, a product, etc., and a movement. And um, yeah, the, the finances are just a result. Anyways, if this video has been helpful, hit the like button. I appreciate it. Subscribe to this channel if, um, yeah, if this has been helpful, you want to see more videos. On my channel, we're looking at investment topics from deeper angles, not just trying to look at the shallow angle, whatever is being talked about from just, you know, media, etc. But rather, we're trying to get underneath the surface of things, into the essence of things. All my videos are also available as a podcast. Just um, look for Dave Lee on investing in your favorite podcast player. And I'm active on Twitter. And my handle there is HeyDave7. All right. It's been a fun live stream. Hope you guys have a great day. Um, great start to uh, year 2021. And we'll talk to you guys in my next video. Have a great day. All right. Bye.